everybody, and welcome to the Horror Show, show dissects, mutilates, dismembers, and butchers all of your favorite and not-so-favorite horror movies and other horror-related events. I'm Sean. I'm Joe. Well, Paul's gone. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I can't say I miss him. <laughs> I mean, I appreciate Paul for coming onto the show and uh, helping us out talking about threes, but... Uh, that was fucking atrocious. I almost wanted to talk over you just to bring the spirit of Paul back in. <laughs> and our part three, uh, our part three of part threes really captured the essence of a part three. It was just a total fucking mess. <laughs> Sounded like shit. Paul's talking over me. If you guys are on Patreon, um, on our Patreon site, uh, you got to see a video version of the podcast, which I di- could, didn't edit. Um, so you got to see some extra content. And one of the pieces, one of the things that was not cut out was me telling Paul to shut the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> and stop talking over me. Because he literally, like, like, I was like, on that episode, I, I, I had said something. And he talked over me. And I was like, all right, whatever. I mean, he had been doing this for multiple episodes at this point. <laughs> and then I did, said, said like, I was trying to repeat the same thing. And he literally turned to Joe. <laughs> just started and, talking. And said something again. <laughs> and just, and it was like so, you couldn't even understand it. He talks so low, but like, he, for some reason, he thinks it doesn't affect people. If you watch the video of it, he, he's always like looking at you. And he goes like this. He'll be, <laughs> this is only for video people, but he'll be like, <laughs> and you'll be like just like you'll be like I don't even know what you're talking about like your face is just as confused because you're like what What do you need like, I'm, like, I'm like trying to point to the camera to remind him that you know, we're I, being recorded not even that you're just kind of like I don't know what you even need I'm confused <laughs> because you're confused because there's nothing that's confusing in this situation <laughs> like like it's so weird uh, it makes no sense Paul's one of my oldest friends and that's uh that's been the story of his life forever. And I genuinely, genuinely love Paul. I think Paul's a great human being, but God damn it. <laughs> we got to limit that shit to t- four, like two sessions, two sessions, right? <laughs> Max. Oh, fuck. Anyway, <laughs> thanks, Paul. See you in three months for the next episode. <laughs> Appreciate your help. <laughs> I don't even know. I'm all thrown off now. I'm all frazzled. Um, so we're doing something fun this week, finally. Oh, yes, finally. Actually, you know what I have to do, though? We're back to our OG uh, format, which we, is nice. <laughs> yeah, we haven't done this in a while. And it's nice to not watch have to watch, like, 36 movies in it uh, so nice. five days. I honestly thought I was fucking up the show, because, like, Thursday came around, and I was like, I haven't watched a single movie this week. Same. And I was like... <laughs> I was like, I really want, I really don't want to watch anything still. And, and, but I was like, but I feel like I need to soon. And I mean, I was fine. I watched them, but it was beautiful. It was beautiful to not have to do that. Yeah. Well, it, what was it like eight weeks that we were doing part threes? When did we start that? Dude, it was six weeks. Yeah. But I mean, oh, yeah, for but, us, it, for was us like, it was like, it was longer. It was like 12 weeks. It was like, like, it was like six months. <laughs> We've been recording for six months. So this week, um, we're starting, well, we'll call it uh, the Horror Show Summer Camp. Is that what we called our live tweets so far this summer? We did the faculty. Yeah. The Horror Show Summer School. Summer School. Summer School. Stealing Joe Bob Briggs. Yeah. Which is fine. Sorry, Joe Bob. But come on, some use it or lose it, right? Yeah. That's the rule. Who else use it? Um, so many people using it. Oh, and before we get to that, I uh, just want to say um, this episode is brought to you by Richard H. and Stephen B. Unless I already <laughs> credited them, <laughs> but thank you guys, thank you guys very much, and uh, we appreciate that. But yeah, we're gonna start. Uh, so this is the start of Joe Bob Briggs. <laughs> no, nope. <laughs> <laughs> This is the start of the horror show's <laughs> summer school. Um, and I didn't want to start with uh, Friday the 13th. Didn't want to start with anything fully school-related or, like, you know, sleep- sleepaway camp type of thing. Um, so I found The Burning, which I'd never seen. 
And I said, that's a good summer theme. It still can't, but uh, kind of lesser on the radar, I guess. Not cliche. It was definitely under the radar. And I think it's like one of the most underrated masterpieces of all time, to be perfectly honest with you. This movie was so damn good. Right? I was so fucking mad it took me this long to see it. This was my third viewing of it. And uh, we say it all the time. I think especially since watching all the part threes and all the other shit, like the ice cream man and all the other shit that we've watched. Yeah. (laughs) Watching this one, I was like, holy fuck, this might be a five-star movie. Like, this is amazing. Yes. And it's funny you, you mentioned that because, uh, I, after the threes, I, I manned up and I said, you know what? I need to keep watching. There goes my phone. I need to keep watching movies or else I'll just never watch a movie again. After the threes, <laughs> so I was like, you know, what? I'll catch up on some of the, like the new movies I haven't gotten. Saw to your watch. box, yeah. And I so I like so I think I did Hush first. I was like, this movie's really fucking good. I was like, unless I'm comparing it to threes, <laughs> then I put on what was the invitation? Next? Dude, invitation was amazing. And I'm like, okay, this is weird. Like I'm seeing like way too many good movies now. And I was like, this must be like a side effect of watching like <laughs> the bottom of the bottom. But uh, everyone said no. They, that that uh, no, there's just good movies out there. We just <laughs> don't seek them out. <laughs> We're jerks. Yeah. We're fucking jerks. Okay, so here's a list of our most recent movies. Ready? This is bad. <laughs> I'm, I'm seeing it. <laughs> <laughs> it's alive. Ice cream man. Night of the Leapers. <laughs> Phantasm two. Which okay. Ghoulies, Dolls was like solid, yeah, but yeah. like in context, in context, <laughs> like we were lo- at our lowest there, and then we immediately start out with the worst part threes. Go back to that uh, the part three. When when was our first one come out? June twenty ninth. <laughs> it's been a while, man. Yeah, it's yeah. been rough. It's been rough, but tonight we're starting off horror show summer school with the burning, and. Such a good movie. Came out in 1981. Mm-hmm. It was written by Bob Weinstein, one of the Weinstein brothers. Weinstein, yeah, which was crazy. Uh, and the score was done by Rick Wakeman, who is of the band Yes. He's a pretty well-known musician. Are you serious? Yeah. And he didn't like... It. I think he didn't take all of his royalties because he was like, yeah, this movie's not going to do anything. And it was the highest grossing horror movie in Japan of that year. Really? Yeah. I did not catch any of those facts. I thought I had a decent amount of facts. Um, so Savini is, this is like one of Savini's big ones. And I don't know why, because he didn't have like the biggest budget for it. Maybe that's why. I don't know. Um, but a lot of people always are like, oh, yes, yeah, it's like a Savini masterpiece, which I don't disagree yeah. with. I don't disagree with. It came after his work on Friday. Yeah, and he turned down part two. Part two to do this. To do yeah. this. And I've got, I'll read it after we talk about the movie, but... I have an interview with him from Fangoria in 81 where he talks about it and he kind of shits on the Friday the 13th franchise. Really? Yeah. Which I was very surprised about. And he, uh, he said, uh, I mean, we'll get to it, but the best part was he was like, you know, they made Jason, uh, Jason was just a figment of the girl's imagination in part one. And then in part two, now he's alive. And you're telling me he's been living under a lake all this time. Like I don't buy it. So I'm not into this series anymore. And I was like, I'm pretty sure you went back, (laughs) went back to that. Well, a lot, I think (laughs) as long as they're willing to pay. But and then he even says that he's like, when uh, the burning paid me up front and a lot more money. (laughs) I was like, you could just say that, man. He didn't pack any punch or pull any punches with this movie. No, it was, it was awesome. awesome. It was so good. Um, it was one of the first movies to land on the UK's video nasties video nasty, list. Yeah. Because of that one scene. Yeah. Uh, also, Amazon or in IMDb had a fact. Um, and we'll get to this character. No, nah, you know, I'll save this fact for when we get to this character. <laughs> yeah, like, <laughs> Dude, I mean, I, I saw him and I was like, this guy's like 67 years old. <laughs> but uh, 61% on Rotten Tomatoes, too. Really? Because I actually have it up right now. Well, a hundred from That's critics, 100. but I don't know how that works. The critics, they like pull for like sometimes it's like like it's a popular movie, and it'll be like, "There's no critic reviews for this." Be like, how do you figure that? Huh. But I don't know. So I don't, I don't count that. I I gotta go. I don't know. It's weird. I like looking at both, but 
Somebody needs to just make a format that works. <laughs> it stops pissing me off. <laughs> um, all right, so let's get into the burning. I have so many notes for this. Yeah. Because, okay. So we open up Camp Blackfoot. And uh, we have a bunch of kids. They're they're uh, getting ready to uh, do a prank of some type. Now, originally, the copy I was watching was very dark, so I couldn't see shit for what was going on in this. But I, I rewatched it. Um, but they're carrying around a box. Yes. And I I assumed it was fireworks. Me but, too. That was about- but it is not. Uh, they go into this guy's cabin, whose name is Cropsy. Cropsy. And, you know, where we grew up, there was a legend of Cropsy. And yes. come to find out that there's a legend of Cropsy in almost every single fucking town. Yeah, and I'm going to ask you about that later because I actually don't know anything about Cropsy. So I'm going to talk to you about uh, our legend about of our Cropsy. Cropsy? Yeah. <laughs> it's stupid. <laughs> Is it the same story as this? It, well, you know, so we have... Um, it's far from a beach, but it's like the closest it's thing to a beach. It's a fucking bond. <laughs> yeah, and, and there's sand there, though. It's like a man-made yeah, beach, yeah, but it's it sucks, disgusting. and you wouldn't ever want to swim in there. But for some reason, all our parents took us there for swimming lessons and Dude. like summer camp. And the legend was, on the other side, there was a big house, and there was some guy who was murdered, and his name was Cropsy, and at night, he comes back, and he, he tries to kill people. Huh. So. It's just that's, like a standard urban legend. That's solid. I like that we they kept it around a, a lake. I I feel like it, that's where it is everywhere. I didn't oh. watch the documentary <laughs> on Cropsy yet. But. No, neither did I. Because I knew that was like vaguely the story, and I was like... Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Neat. <laughs> so I get to hear like eight different people tell me the same, same story. Thing. <laughs> but in my town, it's a White House. Um <laughs> So they go into this counselor. I guess it's a counselor, right? His name's Cropsy. Yes, yes. something. Um, he looks like looks like Cher's son in mask. Dude, he totally this before does. he's defigured. He totally <laughs> he's just does. The guy. <laughs> yeah, which is the most insane thing. Which dude, is, his nostril, like <laughs> his nose, like doesn't even come out like a normal nose. It's just, <laughs> it's just nostrils. It's dude, and, and like at, like I feel like they picked him so they had to do less makeup. <laughs> Which is terrible to say, but Savini Savini quoted as saying like he only had like a few days to develop the makeup for this guy, and he's like, yeah, it didn't come out the way I wanted it. And I'm thinking like maybe they like made the makeup, and then he's like, oh shit, you got to get me like the ugliest guy to make this work, <laughs> like because this guy's ugly as fuck. <laughs> this guy is ugly as fuck. I'm not afraid to say it. Um, <laughs> I'm the fucking worst man. I shit on everybody. And I'm not even like that good looking. I'm, <laughs> I'm very average, and to shit on people's looks. I mean, it's all in jest, kind of. <laughs> so they go in, they set up this box, and they all start banging on the window and howling and shit for so long. I would have woken up immediately. Probably <laughs> sleeps for like five minutes still, dude. So long, and they're howling so, <laughs> and it's obviously the most man-made howl noises. It's like, <laughs> it's the craziest thing. Uh, Cropsy wakes up and there's a skull with fucking like maggots, worms and, stuff and maggots like. coming out of it, and candles. That, like it was such an elaborate piece <laughs> to set up. And uh, I like it though because it's not it's not what you were expecting. No, it's, no, it's a unique it w- prank. It wasn't like malicious. Like also, where did they get a skull? Because that's clearly that's the most beings. concerning. Yeah. That's the most concerning thing. That was clearly robbed from a grave. <laughs> <laughs> that looks like the skull from Zombie. It does. Like, yeah. <laughs> uh, and uh, Cropsy wakes up. Knocking the candles all over himself and bursts into the largest flame, human flame of all time. He ignites so fast, and on top of that, he's also sleeping next to a can of gasoline. <laughs> and that, and the house, there's no, there's no damage done to the house. No, it's all him. It's, it's just, just on crops. He's like a ball of fire, and he runs he out. Walks outside, and all the kids are out there, and he's just flailing his arms, and he falls down a hill. <laughs> he tumbles into into the lake in the pond, whatever. It is. Cabin's totally unscathed. And then, okay, so there is one problem I had with this movie, which was that any time they changed a scene, it was a full fade out, fade in. Yeah, they did it so much, and there were so many subtitle like subtitles for like. Where it was like were. one week later, yes. Saint Catherine's Hospital. I didn't have a problem, and they but... fade in and fade out every time. And it, I know, I, clearly, the editor just got that piece of equipment. 
I was like, I'm just going to test it out on this movie. No one's going to care. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'm just going to test it out a lot. I I think that opening, though, is is pretty strong. Oh, it was real strong. And Oh, wait. Are you including the hospital part of it? No, I'm just including that part. Oh, yeah. That part was amazing. And then we go to St. Catherine's Hospital one week later. One week later. Fade in, fade out. So you're like, okay, this is when the story starts. Yes. Uh, And it's a nurse. She's still alive. (laughs) Which is crazy. That blew my mind. He's alive. That guy. That guy died. Dude, out of like all, that stunt man might have died. Out of <laughs> yeah. Out of all the horror movies that like say like he's dead, this is the only one where they're like he's alive, and you're like, no, he's not. <laughs> yeah. Shut the fuck up. Yeah. Every other one, you're like, oh, he'd live through that. It's like, true. Yeah. <laughs> like it's so ridiculous. But this one's like, no, that man is dead. <laughs> that man is fucking dead. But he is alive and. Uh, we see a nurse and a doctor walking down a hall, and the doctor, <laughs> the nurse is like, "You gotta check this guy it's out." The most unprofessional nurse of all time. M- you ain't never seen nothing like this in your life. And the worst doctor of all time because he's like, <laughs> he's, he's not. He's not a doctor yet. He's training. Oh, oh he's okay. Training. All right. All right. Because he doesn't want to go in, and the guy says something like, "Well, how are you gonna be a doctor if you can't if you can't see this?" Dude, I'm with that guy. <laughs> Dude, that doctor was like. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know if I want to see this. It's just a, like, I mean, I know it's probably horrifying to see a burn victim. It's terrible, but, like, you're a fucking doctor. You're right. going to see so That's much your worse. Job. Yeah. You're going to see so much worse than a, a burn victim who's at least alive. Right. <laughs> <laughs> and the nurse that you're talking about, there's a, I guess, a group of people who believe it's a young Larry Fishburne. And it is clearly not Larry Fishburne. This dude is so skinny and weird looking. He looks nothing like Lawrence Fishburne. Also, Fishburn. Lawrence Fishburne was in Nightmare 3, which is like the same time period. Yes. You could just Anyone that, that's adamant about that can just put in the other movie and be like, yeah, that's not him. I don't even understand why that's a thing. <laughs> that pisses me off so badly. <sighs> um. So the nurse and the doctor go in and... <laughs> He's about to show him Cropsy. He's like, you've never seen a freak like this. And Cropsy's <laughs> hand jumps out and grabs the nurse's yep. arm. And that's all that happens. He just grabs his arm. And this nurse is screaming. So loud. Screaming like so he so fucking goes. He which screams. is ridiculous because he knows Cropsy's in there. He knows he's alive. And his job is to comfort this guy. And yes. all he does is reach out. He's clearly in pain. He grabs his arm. <laughs> grabs his arm and he just screams. <laughs> Screams Could you imagine being like, in a hospital and being like trying to get your nurse's attention? Because you probably all bandaged up and can't he's talk. Scre- he's just screaming for five minutes at you. <laughs> it's so funny. That is so fucking funny. That is hilarious. Um, that is so funny. And the and other that, guy runs away. The other guy just sprints the, away. The other guy sprints away. And we get ten minutes of credits that are just black text on white or white text on black screen with like the sexiest keytar of all time blaring. That's Rick Wakeman. Oh, is it? Yeah. I, the, I mean, the soundtrack's actually really good. I mean, he's a talented dude. He played on a lot of uh, classic rock records. Yeah, he he's very good. I mean, I like the music, but yeah, it was good. It was very good. Um, then we get another fade out, fade in five years later, and I'm wondering when. When we're going to start the fucking movie? At what point? Um, uh, they say it's been a long struggle, but now he can leave. Yes, and someone's pushing him, a guy out of the hospital in a wheelchair. I'm like, holy shit, this guy's just living. Yeah. Like, it like was blowing my mind. Like, I've never seen anything like that. And they're like telling that. him, you know, it was an accident. Don't hold a grudge. They were just kids. Blah, blah, blah. Yeah, don't blame the kid. It's like, it's like a montage in his head. He's, like, hearing all these voices from the last five years. Do we know what state? this took place in was it no. new york oh yeah because because the next place he goes is a fucking like peep show and he picks up a prostitute and the only place i could think of is like no yeah that has to be in new york city yeah i don't I so don't. then how does he get whatever I'll, <laughs> I'll let it slide this is a movie that is um the perfect like um like what we talk about where like if your if your pace is fast enough you can get away with a lot of bullshit. And it was a perfect pace. Like, yeah, it was just. It was a perfect pace, and it it hides a lot of its like flaws. It does, like, because obviously it's a fucking slasher. Yeah, we didn't say this. Sorry to yeah. pull a Paul, but uh... no, no, that's not pulling Paul. <laughs> this is pulling a Paul. Wait, no, that's not even pulling Paul. I need you to talk. It would be way after yeah, I'm talking. I don't. We can't even do it because it's so unnatural. <laughs> <laughs> it's so uncomfortable to do to somebody. <laughs> 
Um, I even forgot I was going to say now. We're talking. About, oh, oh, the budget was uh, one point five million dollars, which is not a lot of money. No. And like after watching this, I just thought it was like literally a masterpiece in low budget horror filmmaking. I agree. Like everything just works together. We're talking about the pacing. The story is pretty solid. Like I just love it. Yeah, I mean the like like I said, there's like some a little bit of flaws in it, but like sure. your typical slasher flaws, like right. just like why would he do that or like what is happening? But when you keep a pace like this, it's just incredible. And there's some kill scenes in this that like like exploded my head. One in particular that we'll get to. But. Like next week, we're talking about a movie that's also a slasher film that has mm-hmm. some flaws that are impossible to just glare over, which I still find it enjoyable. But like when you compare yeah. it to this, it's I like. I can't wait to talk about it. It's so stupid. <sighs> we're doing pieces next week, by the way, guys. Um, and it's part of um, THS's. THS, that's the hashtag. Uh, the Horror Show Summer School. Part of the horror. I'm just going to ruin this show. Part of the Horror Show Summer School is we are letting our Patreon members choose the movies for the next few weeks. Yeah. They, if you're a Patreon member. Probably should have started the show by saying. Probably should have started that. But this wasn't a pick. Right. Technically, it was. Somebody put this on suggested. their list, but we yeah. had had it already. And I told him we already had this. So he could have put something else. <laughs> Elliot. Uh, <laughs> fucking Elliot. Uh, so anyway, point is patreon.com slash I hate horror. You can join in on the fun. We are, uh, we are, you, we're having everyone submit three movies and we will pick one of your movies to do on the show. Yeah. And f- up first is Elliot next week, uh, who had the burning on his list, which we had already chosen and also pieces, which yes. we chose to do. Wow. And Elliot, I think, loves it. He does. He gave it uh, three and a half stars on, and he said he could have given it four. Oh, what? Oh, my God. I can't wait for next week. It's going to be terrible. I uh, love that we did our plugs in the middle of talking I'm about, talking about a movie. It. I know. We're so stupid. Maybe I'll edit it to make it sound coherent. <laughs> you won't. No. So, yeah, I think it takes place in New York City. Because yeah, um, immediately after he leaves the hospital, he goes to... The, Obviously, a seedy part of town. <laughs> Which I totally forgot about until just now reading my notes. I'm like, oh, yeah, this fucking scene. Yeah, he goes, there's peep shows, there's, you know, strip clubs. And it's all POV shots. All POV shot. You don't see what Cropsy looks like. But he's dressed like, he's dressed like, uh, like a 1930s The Shadow, you know? He has, like, a cloak and, like, Dude, he looks hats. exactly like The Shadow. It's so fucking stupid. It's <laughs> unbelievable. The Shadow sucks. <laughs> I was so mad, dude. He's got a giant hat and a fucking scarf. Like, yeah. You see somebody like that walking around and you're like, fucking arrest that guy. <laughs> that guy's no good. That guy's no fucking good. It's true. <laughs> like, what the fuck? <laughs> but he gets a whore. Yeah. Who who talks. <laughs> My favorite thing is people uh, making movies based in New York City that are clearly not in New York City <laughs> and just make the women talk like Betty Boop, even though it's 1980. <laughs> it's like, oh, hey, sweetheart. <laughs> <Want> a date? <laughs> um, this girl is so annoying. And I don't know if she was ad-libbing or not, or if she just didn't know. She she used the same line multiple times in this. She just changed the ver- or the uh, <laughs> noun in it. Um, yeah, to be honest with you, I was I kind of droned her out after like the first two dude, sentences she, she said. She talks for so long, and she's like, "If you're coming in, why don't you just come on in?" Yes, and I'm like, "Okay, that is the dumbest line of all time." It and is. Then he then he goes in, and she sees his face. <laughs> well, no, for, then she goes. Um, she's like telling him to take off his clothes, and she goes, "If you want to keep your hat on, keep it on." <laughs> and I was like. The, same fucking line you just said, you stupid idiot. Why, would you, why do you just keep saying that? If you want to keep your gloves on, just keep them on. <laughs> uh, and then she, yeah, she sees his face and uh, she's like, <laughs> she does not have a good reaction. No. Why? She, why don't you just leave? <laughs> she's just yelling, get out, get out. Yeah. He hasn't done anything Nothing to her wrong. <laughs> There's nothing wrong. He just took off his clothes. He's just an ugly guy. <laughs> uh, and why would a, why would a whore bring a man to her house that was like her apartment yeah her personal apartment yeah. there's no pimp around like nobody yeah. monitoring she's like happening. come to my personal home <laughs> yeah and was, like this is terrible uh 
But awesome kill scene. Fantastic kill scene. Like maybe one of the best ever. He stabs her in the guts with a pair of scissors. And you know, Savini magic, you see it go right into the gut. You see he pier- turns the flesh. It. Yeah. He turns it. Yeah, it's like a tight shot on it. It's nuts. And blood is everywhere. Everywhere. And it's she awesome. falls backwards through a fucking window. Yeah. Glass shatters. And, you know, he's still just stabbing away. Yeah. And I am in love. Yeah. At this point. It's, like, it's, I'm like, F- this is it. Like, yeah. I love this movie. And the best thing about it is, <laughs> in context with the rest of the movie, Cropsey has no reason to do this to this poor girl. Yeah. <laughs> Cropsey wants to get back at the kids that fucking did this to him. That's a really great point because, um, yeah. <laughs> I, I don't, uh, yeah. I mean, I don't care. No. I don't know why they did it, though. Here's the other thing. All right. Well, we can get into it. So, uh, fade in, fade out. <laughs> Camp Stillwater now. Yes. Now we're moving on. Um, and who do we see? Fucking George Costanza. George, Jason Alexander's in this handsome as fuck. Full head of hair. Huge head of hair. <laughs> yeah. Kind of jacked. Stocky. Fat jacked. Stocky. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good. Like, looks like a good football player. We see Fisher Stevens. Fisher Stevens. Who might weigh 80 pounds wet and wearing boots. And they're playing baseball, and they these girls are wearing clothes that look like they're painted on. Yeah. Dude, that girl's shirt, I've never seen... I don't even know how you can find something that tight. So, I know people wore short shorts in the 80s, in the 70s, but, like, Fisher Stevens shorts go up to, like, the middle of his thighs. George Costanza's go up <laughs> to, like, his nutsack. Like, it's, it is Dude. fucking insane. <laughs> <laughs> It is nuts. It's nuts. It's on par with that guy from Sleepaway Camp. That dude shorts oh, yeah. were so fucking high. They were playing baseball, too. What was up with that? Like, also, I'm well aware that his name is Jason Alexander, but I'm going to call him George. Not even his character's name. I'm well, I'm probably going to start calling him George Alexander or <laughs> some combo. You Jason guys know who Costanza. we're talking about. Yeah. Uh, there's a scene that we will talk about later, and I do this every episode, and I hate myself for it, but I'm, I need to talk about it right now because... Jason George, whatever, he hams it up. He is acting so hard that there's a scene when they walk into the dining hall. Yeah. And he is entering the place like he's the fucking Pope. He is addressing every. Nobody has ever entered a room like that in their entire lives. He addresses everybody and he's just making like stupid, shitty one liners to all of them like he's the fucking man. Which is weird because he's hanging out with the losers. Right? That's what I took away from him. No, he definitely is. I I think he might just be like a nice guy because he seemed well-liked by everybody. But when he walks into that room, it is like the fucking second coming of Christ. Yeah. Yeah, man. It is crazy. And immediately, there is no hesitation in this movie. Uh, They lose a ball in the woods. And we are immediately greeted by Cropsey out in the fucking woods. And he's ready. Like, And this is not like, oh, it's just uh, another kid in the woods that we're pretending to do POV. No, it's Cropsey. It's fucking Cropsey. He's got his shears. He has his shears and they're they're raised up and he like hesitates for some reason. It's insane. It's insane. It's so goddamn good, though. Um, And we're introduced to a lot of the characters here. And it's a ton of them. And I did not take down their names. Because there's like 40 of them. Yeah. Which is, which ends up being awesome. Yeah. Because they were like, let's build in 60 characters that we can just slaughter. Slaughter. Yeah. It was amazing. It was fucking amazing. It was so damn good. Um, But yeah, so we're already introduced there. A lot of, it's so 80s. A lot of gratuitous nudity in this movie. Because the very next scene is just a girl topless showering. Oh, for so long. It's the longest shower scene. It's so crazy. It's so fucking crazy. Uh, I would call it lingering. Maybe not long. It was very lingering, though. Like, I don't know, man. Sometimes I feel bad for these actresses when I think about it. Because, like, that scene was so long. They had to have filmed so much footage of her in the shower. And the director's just like, do it one more time. (laughs) Just do it again. (laughs) All right. It is real weird when you think about it. Yeah, like, uh, we need to do another take of that. You probably make it, like, $20 a day. (laughs) Uh, Really lather up your hair this time. (laughs) Fuck. God damn it. Uh, This. uh, But the the shower scene is kind of important because... While she's showering, she's hearing creaking. She screams, and the other girls run out. And I thought it might be Cropsey, and I'd already seen this movie, but I thought it might be Cropsey, and it's not. It's just some dweeb named <laughs> Albert. 
Albert Alfred. <laughs> I wrote his name so many different ways. I wrote dude, Albert so, Alfred. Dude, so did I. So we're going to get that name wrong for the rest of it. Because I, I legitimately did the same thing. It's I was Alfred. Ho- it's Alfred. It's Alfred? It might be Albert. <laughs> <laughs> I have Alfred written more than Albert, though. Because I have Albert up here, but at the end I have Alfred like four times. Let me see what I have. Okay, I have Alfred. Okay. He kind of looks like Andy Samberg at the beginning. <laughs> I, have, I have Albert a couple Dude, times. I'm sure I have different and At ones. the end, I have... Oh, I have Albert at the end, too. All right, whatever. I'm just an idiot. Um, Albert. Uh, but we meet this kid, Albert, who's... Alfred. Alfred, who's a creep. Um, little bit of an outsider, a little bit of a nerd. Um, and he's just watching her in the shower. Dude, he's legitimately a creep. Like, right. like he's I, a rapist. I thought you were gonna like. I thought the movie was gonna build up like to defend him, but he's just a weird dude. Yeah, they never get over that. No, he's just, and actually, it gets weirder. Uh, yeah, there's a meathead who hates him, and there's one scene where he's like, "This freak is just staring at me," and the kid is literally just yeah. staring at him. Like it would piss me off. Yeah, too. It would, <laughs> I would be so fucking angry if I were that guy. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's nuts. And this kid gets caught uh, spying on the girl, and he claims he was just trying to scare her. Mission accomplished. It's also his first day at camp. Alfred the Rapist. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's a terrible way to make friends. Yeah. Um, uh, and man, how, how the times have changed because the counselors find out about it. They catch him red-handed, basically. And uh, he basically just gets like a tongue lashing. Yeah. For, I don't know the what female you call counselor, it, sexual assault. The, the, yeah. yeah. <laughs> the female counselor is more upset. Yeah, but like she's like, I want him kicked out of here. Like, yeah. Dude, you're arrested. Today. And rightfully so, by the way. I'm yeah. not saying that like, Ugh. no. Back sh- in my day, it was you'd be better. On the, you'd be in the news. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, no, I'm not saying uh, that. It's it's the, fucking terrible. The female uh, counselor reprimands yeah, him. Uh, the other guy reprimands him, but he's kind of more forgiving. Yeah. And then so like, cut- just don't do it again. <laughs> <laughs> then we cut to the meathead. Who just jacks him up immediately and was like, if I ever catch you doing that again, I'll Glazer. You. Glazer's his name. Dude is 40 years old and a counselor. And I was honestly pissed because I was like, if this guy is supposed to be a kid, I'm going to lose my shit. Because this guy is clearly a 40-year-old man. <laughs> he looks like like a degenerate drunk gambler yeah. from like Staten Island. He does. Because Fisher Stevens was actually 17 at the time of the movie. This guy was probably actually 40. This dude was in Spider-Man, too. No, Spider-Man, T-O-O. He was in the the first Spider-Man, Tobey Maguire. Oh, okay, okay. He was the wrestling promoter. Really? Yeah. When he brings on Randy Savage? Yep. Really? Yep. Pretty cool. Glazer? Glazer. Glazer. So he's getting uh, work. We didn't mention, we, we glazed over this... Uh, Todd is the guy's name, the Todd. counselor that reprimands him. Mm-hmm. And you, you think he's a good looking dude. I think, I think Todd's <laughs> a good looking man. You didn't like Todd's looks? I thought he was, um, I mean, nothing right home about for, <laughs> I don't know. Maybe I'm just sick of ugly people. And we watched a I lot mean, of movies. I mean, you put him next to Cropsy, like pre-burn. Just fucking, and of Glazer. Glazer's. Glazer's not that bad. Yo. <laughs> Later in the movie, Glazer, like, sexually assaults somebody. Yeah, he does. And they fall in love. <laughs> it's the most fucked up thing I've ever seen. Uh, the other kid, too, who looks like a mix of Cal Penn and Jay Burrishell. <laughs> also, he's like, he treats women so poorly. Dude, this is a really bad movie for women's rights. It's not okay with how they treat these uh, these women in this camp. I feel very bad. They're- well, your, your boy Todd <clears throat> sticks up for... Uh, Alfred. Maybe that's why I'm attracted to Todd. He's a good guy. A good yeah, he's a really good guy. Good guy. Well, well, he also burned Cropsy a lot. <laughs> that wasn't his intention, though. Although, he oh, yeah, did spoiler know- alert. <laughs> <laughs> we find out at the end he was one of the counselors. <laughs> but you knew that. You like, did. You did. Because, uh, well, actually, because when he reprimands Albert, he's like, because <laughs> it's, all right, remember, it said five years later. And then as he's reprimanding Albert, he's like, you know, I got kicked out of camp. Five years ago, I was like, "Okay, so you, right, you, you do know. Crops Empire. You do know, yeah." Um, so he he stands up for it's Alfred, right? Alfred, yeah. <laughs> You've been calling him Albert, <laughs> whatever. <laughs> Alfred, he stands up for Alfred. He he tells the Glazer. Why are you saying Alfred like that, Alfred? <laughs> I don't know. 
It's like Stefan. <laughs> Stefan and Steve. <laughs> Alfred. Al- fuck you. Alfred. <laughs> Idiot's name. Um, <laughs> he, he tells Glazer, pick out some of your own side. Yep. Then we cut to a scene with George hamming it up again in his super short uh, swimsuit. So short. Swimsuits. And Glazer goes behind Alfred, pushes him in the water. And George is like, what are you, crazy? He can't swim. And Glazer's like, yeah, I'm crazy, so you better save him before he drowns. And it just goes away. Yeah. <laughs> You're a fucking counselor. Jumps in the water and swims to, like, where all the girls are. None of them are interested. None in of them are interested in him. But he keeps claiming one of them is his girlfriend, um, who he later sexually assaults, and they fall in love. Yes. I just want to make keep bringing that point up because it's fucking ludicrous. And when he swims over to them, he gets out and he goes, hey, you want to go swimming? And someone says, no, I don't want to get my hair wet. And they laugh like it's the funniest <laughs> fucking thing that they've ever it heard was the crazy. I don't even get the joke. <laughs> I don't either. They were laughing so hard. They were laughing so hard. And then a kid, then George Costanza's like, hey, let's let's fuck Glazer up. And a kid pulls out a fucking Fisher gun. Steve, Fisher Stevens pulls out a BB gun. A fucking gun. Yeah. Shoots him. Shoots him right in the butt. <laughs> and then they all pull their pants down and moon him. Dude. Who, by the way... <laughs> no, nah, I'm not going to say it. What? You, what? <laughs> Fisher Stevens is the hairiest asshole I've ever <laughs> seen. <laughs> uh, well, I was going to say, in that vein, I'm cool with, uh, you know, male nudity and stuff. I'm not cool with... Uh, from behind. Keeping balls. Butthole, butthole and scrote shot. You know, like the shadow of the scrote dangling. Like, I don't need that. I don't need that. I'm cool with, like, basically every other. <laughs> I'm not even cool with female buttholes in my. We, I brought this up with some of our fans because the Twitter sex bots are out in full force. These they days. are. Full yeah. force. And they have this new trick where they put up, like, a plain profile picture. Like, you're like, it looks like a normal person. And you're like, oh, okay, let me see who this new fan is. It's like my shit. You click it, there's a giant butthole, like, in my face. Like, dude, nude butthole. Like, bare butthole. And I was like, God, my, man, I don't, like, come on. <laughs> Poop comes out of that. <laughs> I, I'm in that camp, dude. I've never looked at an asshole and been like, man, I really want to be yeah. dick in that. <laughs> that butthole. <laughs> and it goes, the same goes for these men. And they're the, sh- the scrote shadows and their buttholes. Like, the worst conversation we've ever had. <laughs> it is. And it's four of them lined up. So you can't even, like, there's nothing else to look yeah, at on the screen. It, so obviously my eyes were. And you've got like a 50 inch. One. You got a 50 inch TV and you're just looking at these, like, giant scrotes <laughs> and buttholes and you're just like, fuck. Fuck you, Jason Alexander. <laughs> uh, is they, Jason Alexander a counselor or a kid? No, he's a kid. Is he? Yeah. Well, then the next scene is even crazier because they're all smoking cigars and looking at porn. Yeah. Playing poker. Yeah. This is a camp to go to. To be fair, when we were in sixth grade, we went to, uh, we spent a night on a boat. You guys did that, right? Because you're you're below me. Yeah, I don't think I did it, though. So we spent a night on a boat and a father was our chaperone. And he had a girl in sixth grade, so he had to stay with the boys, obviously. And around the time that the curfew came out, he was like, all right, guys, let's play some poker. And he passed out cards, and they all were just tits, like, on every <laughs> single card. No Yeah, way. I swear to God. Dude, that guy would be, like, arrested I, now. I know. <laughs> He's also a very successful man, so I hope he doesn't listen to his show. But, yeah, pass out uh, new playing cards. <laughs> so I guess that was the thing to do in camps or sleepover things. His daughter was in your grade? Yeah. I'll tell you after. All right. Does the last name begin with a K? No. Okay. Um, I'm glad we have, like, towny conversations <laughs> on our show. No one gives a fuck about it. Not even people in this town give a shit. A um, lot more POV. There's about a million red herrings that they're throwing at us, yeah. including Alfred. He's basically a giant red a herring. huge one, yeah. Yeah. Um, even though the whole time in my head, I'm like, this guy is uh, not that. Um, but George Costanza somehow has like this in at the package store or something. So he like can buy all this shit. Yeah. I don't know what it is, but everyone like he's like, he's like, I don't even know. He's like the per- the guy in prison that like sneaks stuff into his <laughs> with his butthole because he's just like, everyone's like, oh, did you get my shit? Did you get my shit? And he's like, I got it for you. And Glazer is one of the kids that asks him where his shit is. <laughs> he's like. 
He's like, he asked for condoms. And he's like, I asked for lubricated rubbers. These ain't lubricated rubbers. And, dude, what the... F- Some dialogue in these things is so bad. Like, at what age are you that out of touch? Like, you think a kid would be like, I need the... Dude, if you're this kid's age and you're looking to have sex, you'll do anything. You use a fucking plastic bag. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I need the lubricated rubbers. Yeah. And he makes Jason Alexander get new ones. He's like, Jason's like, I'll get you other ones. He's like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> fucking insane. Um, meanwhile, Albert fucking sees crops. He's crops in the window. Which is awesome. Yes. God damn. And what I just realized is now, like, a lot is happening and a lot of time has passed in this movie, and there hasn't really been any kills, but it's interesting enough that you don't, it's not dragging. No, these kids are all interesting. They're cool characters. George Costanza, for as annoying as he is, is just a really, like, I genuinely liked that character. I did too. A lot. Like, I just really liked that character. I thought he was. I don't know what it was about him. He's just, I don't, I don't know. I liked him. And I like Todd, so too. happy. I like Todd, too. Todd's a good character, too. Like, I don't know. I, I was actually invested in these characters. It was weird. Yeah. It was so fucking weird. Yeah. I was so thrown off by this. Because, I like, dude, the cover is like a guy with shears and a bloody river. And you're just like, all right. like. <laughs> and a lot of people call it a Jason ripoff. But did you hear that it was written two it's, years before? That, that's what Weinstein says, which, you know, could be a lie. Could totally However, be a lie. Just because it's a similar story, I don't think it's a ripoff. I think it. No. I think it tells a story just fine, and I think it might be better than Friday the Thirteenth. Dude, I love this movie, so I'm okay with saying that. I think it is. It's very good. I really do. I mean, it, we'll get to this other scene, but um. So he sees the face in the mirror. Yeah. Uh, Glazer gives him shit, of course, saying, "You know, well, oh, you're hallucinating. You're just a freak. Blah, blah blah." No one believes him. Then they go to the dining hall where George walks in. <laughs> the fucking boat. Yeah. And uh, one of the guys, uh, Woodstock, Fisher Stevens' character, he forgot his vitamin E. Yo, I don't. Was I that don't a joke I, about I don't like, think I've ever taking vitamin E in my life? And they're like, what do you need? I, it was really weird. Like, yeah, I, if someone knows that you use that. I thought part. it was like a sex joke. Like, I thought it was like to, like a boner joke or something. I don't, I don't know. Uh, well, he goes back to get vitamin E. He goes into the <laughs> cabin. It's pitch dark. And while he's in there, somebody else enters the cabin. And I thought the scene was really good because it like it was suspenseful. Because yes. Fisher Stevens was acting it up pretty well. You don't know what's going on. He turns on the flashlight and it's just Todd. So it was like a red herring. But I was like, that was fucking awesome. Like yeah. I was on the edge of my seat. It was amazing. It was really, really good. They're all about to canoe to a, a different campsite, sit by the fire. <laughs> yeah. And the, like <laughs> it's like a trip. It's it seemed like an annual type of trip. Yeah, so they go for the counselors, right? No, the kids go too. Are we sure Jason Alexander's a kid? I'm pretty positive. Because Alfred goes with them. Oh, yeah, that's true. So does uh, Woodstock. They all go. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right. No, you're right. So they all leave from that camp. They canoe across the river. Yeah. And they they set up a campfire. (laughs) Todd tells the story of Cropsey, which I just want to remind you all. This was five years before. And it's Todd, only five and, years. And Todd fucking burned this guy alive. Yeah. Can you imagine doing that? And then being like, oh, man, there was some freak who got burned. And now he comes back. That's insane. <laughs> it's really insane. That would haunt you me commit forever. crime. That's like O.J. Simpson sitting around a fire and being like. You know, like, there's this girl named Nicole. <laughs> and she was a fucking freak. <laughs> and so this, this valiant man slit her throat. And now she comes back every year to to haunt her yeah, family. It's fucking crazy. Yeah. <laughs> it's fucking bizarro. Uh, it's nuts. And uh, we get a random a couple that goes skinny dipping. Well, but, but while he's telling that that story, somebody shows up with a Cropsey mask on, which looks exactly like Cropsey. Dude, it's really good. And it's actually terrifying. But mask. why would they know what he looked like? <laughs> just, just happens to them. Maybe Crop. No, wait. That's that was a stupid joke. Never mind. I was going to say, maybe Cropsey was wearing the mask and it melted to his face and fused on. So then I was like, oh no, we saw his stupid ugly face. <laughs> <laughs> just discussed it in great detail um yeah no that was a cool scene though uh so then they go skinny uh a couple other- goes skinny dipping and at this point i'm thinking this is the perfect horror movie it, it is dude it's like it this is the triple b's to <laughs> perfection like damn it yeah fuck it, it was amazing it was amazing um 
Yeah, because in that scene, you see ass, you see bush, you see. There's, there's, yeah. there's like full frontal in this. It's crazy. Uh, uh, they go skinny dipping and the couple get into a fight. The weirdest fight he, ever. He's too. an asshole. He like punches at the water. He is a hothead. Yeah. He's a straight up hothead. And uh, yeah, I mean, this, this definitely is New York because everyone has this, these terrible accents. <laughs> and and th- temper. This guy, <laughs> and this guy is like the, to perfection, like a New York City kid. And um, yeah, he's he's super pissed. So the girl leaves. She's following like a trail of her clothes. Well, she gets back and all her clothes are missing. Right. And she's naked. Yeah. So she thinks people are playing a, a prank on her. Yeah. And she sees like one item of clothing mm-hmm. hanging from a branch. So yeah, she's following a trail. Uh, she's going deeper and deeper into the woods. To a vicious throat slit. Yes. From Cropsy. Brutal. And probably a painful death. A slow painful death there. Probably, yes. <laughs> Isn't Alfred watching them at this point? He so Alfred, yeah, Alfred sees. Does he see the murder? Albert, Alfred, uh, Alfred. Yeah, yeah, he he has to because he goes back and he's like, she's dead. Like, oh yeah, that's he right. Warned, he warns Todd. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. I he, think that's that scene. He because he's actually being a legit creep. He's just like spying through the woods for some reason. Yeah, and he, dude, Alfred always looks pissed. Yeah. Which I mean, I guess is just supposed to be a red herring, but it's just really creepy. Like, does nothing for that dude's character. No. Because at no point ever in the movie am I like, I feel bad for this guy. No, he's a weirdo. <laughs> yeah. I but he, yeah, he does see it and he, uh, yeah, you're he right. warns them. And then comes my favorite scene, maybe possibly ever. They cut to like George Costanza and all them. They're canoeing. They see a canoe in the distance and they're like, oh, that's one of our canoes. Yes. So they, they find out all their canoes are gone at the same time. So when Alfred runs back, he says... Chick's dead. Yes. Dunzo. They're like, oh shit. So they go to get the canoe to get help. Canoes are all gone. Fucking awesome. So now they're isolated. It's like a little island, right? Yeah. That they're on. So they're totally isolated on this fucking island. So they're like, oh, we, I have to bring this up. I'm sorry. I don't want to get into every detail, but they're out of canoes. So they're like, let's build a raft <laughs> to get home. These dudes build a fucking raft in two hours. Like collecting sticks and shit, and Todd puts his shit together and builds a fucking working raft. Yeah, that holds like eight people on it. And then they go out to find it, and they see a canoe out in the well, middle. Well, that's of the- not Todd and them. No, no, no. But Todd builds it. Right, right. But the people that go out are no. George and all them. Yes, and they see the canoe and they're like, "Oh, that must be one of ours." No, George isn't on it either. Wait, wait. it's it's a bunch of randos. No, because Woodstock's on it too. Yeah, but George isn't. Because George sees it when it comes back later. Oh, he does? Yeah. He's he's on the island and he's like, Aah! You're right. I have it right here on my notes. Yeah. My bad. Yeah. But, but, but Fisher Stevens is on it. Fisher Stevens is on it. A yes. bunch of them. And again, there's like 40 people on okay. this cast. My bad. So they just, at- they just throw like 10 people on this raft. Yes. And they go to the canoe. They go to investigate. And Cropsy jumps up. With his pair of shears. And it's legitimately scary. Like, he gives you a startle. He jumps up. You're like, holy shit. And then he just fucking slaughters. And these kills are amazing. It's a massacre. It's a fucking... It's fucking amazing. Chops Fisher Stevens cleaned off. You just see flesh ripping. Like, it is fantastic. I I could not believe this. And I don't know if there is a scene in a slasher where they kill, like... (laughs) 90% of the movie? Well, not even that. But, in like, in a single moment they kill like six people <laughs> like they always spread them out because you have to <laughs> but this movie was like fuck it and they did not do it but that scene is like yeah that is like top-notch horror right there yes it, it made me it made me jump when he jumps up the gore is fucking great and you're just like the whole time like i had my hand on my head being like holy shit and it's fucking unique and i had seen it before and i was still doing that like it, it's amazing he uh I have some notes here. Um, he stabs one dude in the... And I love it because the, the way he stabs down is like the cover art. Yes. Like the way he comes up out of the canoe. And um, like the director had a vision for that and nobody was doing it the right way. That's what he I was, He was like, I'm going to fucking do it myself. <laughs> yeah. I love that. I know. It's perfect. It, I mean, it was an amazing shot. And he stabs one dude just right in the chest. He cuts another guy's fucking fingers off. Yeah, Fisher Stevens. He goes yeah. like, ah, clean off. Chop right off. Um, 
one guy gets poked in the neck, just like, boo. It's like, oh, man. And one girl just gets cut across her skull and just bleeds out. Fucking crazy. It was amazing. It was amazing. It was six people that they killed right there. Fucking boom. Yeah. Awesome. Um, then we go to Glazer sexually assaulting. Yeah. So he he's kind of po- forcing himself on her. And she's like, no, 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 no. And then we like cut and they're having sex. <laughs> and he, he ejaculates. <laughs> he ejaculates uh, prematurely. Uh, and she's like, that's it. And he's like, oh, that's never happened before. Yeah. <laughs> like your typical thing. And, um, and then he like clearly seems kind of bummed out. He's like, yeah, this is my one shot to banger. And this happened, but then she's, I forget what she says, but she's like, so you want to keep hanging out? And he's like, really? You mean it? <laughs> it's like, you were just begging this dude to stop touching you. Yeah. Two seconds ago. God damn it. <laughs> God damn it. 80s. Why did you do this? Like, I know. Like who saw that? And was like, this is romantic. <laughs> <laughs> this will make everyone love Glazer. Make everyone love whatever her name is Stephanie. I think it was. <laughs> Don't ask me how I know that. But he, uh, he must have gotten his lubricated rubbers because he uh, maybe well, maybe they weren't lubricated. Maybe that's why he had an issue there. I mean, I feel whatever. Anyway, Glazer runs away. He's like, I don't know what he needs to do, but he just like takes off. Yeah, and leaves yeah. her alone. And the the movie switches from day to night. Back today, <laughs> in between Glazer, they're having sex in the day. Glazer's running in the day. He reaches the camp at night, and I forget what he's doing. I think he's like, oh, he's looking for condoms, or I don't know what he's looking. I don't for. know what matches. He's doing. I don't know what he's looking. He picks up a rock, and there's something under it. Now Alfred's watching him from under his sleeping bag. This is the kill that Alfred sees. I was wrong. I was yeah, wrong. yeah, yeah, yeah. This, this is, is the kill that Alfred sees. And uh, yeah, you're right. And. Um, <laughs> and Alfred just like spying on him and then follows him back into the woods, <laughs> leaves the camp at night. It is now day again. And uh, he, go- he goes up to, well, I guess, I mean, he, he goes up to her sleeping bag and opens it and she's fucking dead. Yes. Deader than a doornail. And out of nowhere comes Cropsy. Yep. Stabs him in the, in the front of his throat with like the open pair of shears, almost like a forklift. Yep. And lifts, lifts him, him in up. the air yep. and is just walking him. It's fucking awesome. It's incredible. It's incredible. And then pegs him to a tree. <laughs> and then, like I said, I was wrong before. This is the one that Alfred sees. He runs back, gets Todd. They go back through the woods and they find the body. Uh, and then it cuts to the other kids like George, which I was also wrong about. <laughs> uh, they see the dead bodies on the boat, and they think everybody's fucking around. Yeah, because the boat's floating back to the, Dude, the, to the, the land. boats. The boats floating back so slowly, and everyone on the island's like, "Oh, you jokers, get up, get up, you jokers!" <laughs> like you'd be like, if you saw that, even if, you, I mean, you're not expecting them to be dead, you'd be like, something's wrong. Yeah, like something in your heart is. <laughs> Everything's like, still. You fucking pranksters, get up! Some girl <laughs> swims to it. And as she like pulls herself up, a fucking hand just slaps her in the face. And then a body pops up from the water. From the water, it's yeah. amazing. It, it, everything about this is amazing. I just love that. I also love that the the raft is just floats back. I think that was such an amazing thing to. I add. do too. I think it's great. Dude, it's so fucking like a good. perfect way to to set up the other kids knowing that yeah. this happened. Yeah. So often you'll just see it, it was awesome. It was just awesome. A lot of a lot of movies will just ignore the fact that they've killed like thirty people and no one ever sees the body. Yeah. They see like the one that's hanging. And it, it, this was awesome that he like kicked that raft back. It was like eat shit. Yeah. <laughs> Here's your friends. Uh, but we should get on this. Uh, the kids they go back to camp. We're on the on the dead raft. Like they clear out the <laughs> bodies and are like, eh, we gotta get back home. To be fair, that's I, I, I logical. Mean, I guess you would yeah. too, but like that would be horrifying to be on a bloody old raft. I would I would be freaked out. But they leave Halbert behind or Alfred. Yeah. I did the same thing you did. Just change his name. Do you think they changed his name? <laughs> they just said it a bunch of times. Uh, <laughs> Nobody will notice. Uh but they uh 
Alfred's left alone on this island with Todd. He's with Todd. Oh, okay. Well, that makes more sense then. Cause I was like, how did, I thought Todd came back. I was like, that's weird. Um, no, cause they go and they find Glazer's body, Alfred and Todd. Right. Okay. All right. That makes sense. And then, but some, somehow Alfred gets separated. Yeah. They get Todd slid up because, because Alfred's in like a labyrinth. for some reason. <laughs> <laughs> Alfred is in like the catacombs. He's like, in like, he, it's so weird. He's in like an old building. <laughs> And then he gets got by uh, Cropsy. Cropsy catches him. Cropsy catches him, ties him up. But, but that, like, why is Cropsy tying him up? It's a fatal flaw in the movie. But unless you could justify it by saying he knows that he's with Todd. And he knows that Todd's one of the kids that burned him. And he, he knows that Todd would come for him. I'd do that. I'll although buy into he, Although he's just walking around dismantling people at will. So Yeah, I mean, he's just fucking Todd's life up. <laughs> yeah. he, he's making Todd afraid before he grabs Todd. Yeah. Um, but yeah, he ties up uh, whatever this guy's name Alfred, is. He puts, he puts shears through his arm. Like, yeah. Pins him to the wall with it. Yeah, it was pretty cool. But uh, fucking Todd the Bod running through the woods with an axe. Yeah. No shirt. Just running with a... Ah, oh, man. And he woke up when he when Alfred wakes him up. He has perfect hair. <laughs> always. That's always key to a dreamboat. Um, he goes to the catacombs... Uh, it goes to the flashback to show yeah. us that Todd was one of the kids that burned Cropsy, even though we had already n- put those pieces yeah. together. Cropsy, for some reason, has a fucking flamethrower. Like a legit <laughs> flamethrower, not a homemade thing. Like, it's connected to a line. It was, you got it from the military. Yes, <laughs> yes. it's a military-grade flamethrower, and he is fucking shit up. And you see Cropsy's, like, face up close and personal. Yeah, it's not that terrible. It's pretty terrible. Okay. It's pretty fucking terrible. I mean, it looks like a lot like Jason. I could see why people were but like... that guy's face was pretty terrible to begin with. So yes. it's like not, I guess... Yeah. Yeah, that's true. You can't get much worse. No. <laughs> <laughs> so terrible. Guy has um, a family. Also... T- <laughs> <laughs> um, Todd's girlfriend, meanwhile... Uh, has gotten a boat and a driver. She's going about a hundred miles per hour in this boat down the lake going, Todd, dude. (laughs) By the time Todd responds, you're going to be fucking a mile down the river and and not hear him. Cause the boat's like, (laughs) she's just screaming Todd at the top of her lungs. Boats flying by fucking dumb as shit. It pisses me off. Um, Albert though, Todd looks like he's going to die. Looks like curtains for Todd. Yeah. He's got him dead to rights. And Albert. Alfred. <laughs> Alfred. Our unlikely superhero. Pulls the shears out of his arm. Yep. And then stabs the fuck out of Cropsy. Yeah. Our teeny little super guy. Yeah. Cropsy's dead. And then much like classic 80s flasher, he arises again. <laughs> his face gets fucking smashed with Todd's axe. Yes. Just absolutely smashed. Yeah. They must have, like, put a watermelon inside a mask or something. And Todd burns a man alive again. (laughs) Yeah, he gets lit on fire again. Todd lights another man on fire. Well, I mean, it's the the same same man, but he's lit this. Dude, imagine that on your life resume. I I lit the same man on fire (laughs) twice. Like, and not like I lit him on fire. Like, I. I burned this fucking guy alive. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, twice. <laughs> like, engulfed in flames. Burned beyond recognition. Oh, man. And that's it. Yeah, movie ends. I love Fantastic. this movie. This Fantastic. movie was amazing. Breath of fresh air for us. Dude, a little bit of a goblin ripoff on the music at the end, but I'm cool with it. Yeah. It's... Mm. Here's a weird thing. Todd didn't know... Or Todd knew this guy was alive. And at a hospital. And then he probably knew he got out of the hospital. Wouldn't you like keep tabs on that guy? Probably. If I burned a guy alive, <laughs> like. Wouldn't you just leave the state if you burned a man alive? So you'd either run. You not be a counselor at the, so, the fucking area. The same camp. <laughs> the same fucking camp just renamed. I, there's, two, there's two ways you go about this. You either move really far away and pray that guy doesn't find you. Because you're not going to see him coming. <laughs> or. You know, you keep, what, what do they say? Like, you keep them at arm's length. 
keep your enemies close or yeah, whatever. Yeah. Keep your friends close, your enemies closer. I, I I think I'd opt for the second one. Like I think I'd stay in town just so I could make sure he's not gonna kill your family. Yeah, just so I know his whereabouts. It's it's a good idea. But Todd just doesn't but give a fuck. Todd's just telling stories. Like this guy's ghost stories about him, <laughs> mocking him, mocking the man he lit on fire. To be fair, Todd did not mean to. No, the, so these kids are not at fault. Like honestly, putting a scary, I, I, you know what? Fuck this. Cropsy's at fault because who sleeps next to a can of gasoline? <laughs> like that's what you get. Dude, he's this like a bad decision, and it's in a wooden cabin. He's like Charlie from. Uh, it's always sunny. It just, that, that guy reminds me of Charlie. Like, he just lives in squalor. Like, I feel like he just lived it. Like, I mean, that's yeah. no reason to burn a guy alive, but, he, no, but no one did, meant to. No, it's his fault. It it's is not like o- up to OSHA standards. Also, he really freaked out about that skull. <laughs> I don't know if I would or not. I mean, uh, I want to say I wouldn't, but I might. I mean, if you wake up to anything that's not there when you went to bed and it was like lit and illuminated, you would probably freak out. It's true. That's <laughs> true. But it is like that's a good prank. Like that. Like it's, it's a original, good prank. Like, it's a good prank. It's a I don't know if prank. I would kick everything. I guess that's my point. This dude sees <laughs> sure. it and literally kicks everything <laughs> in his path while he's laying down. His feet are just going. And sure, just you would kick. probably just like jump up and then like collect your thoughts. Yeah, 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 yeah. For like a split second, be like, "Oh, I'm at a camp with like." 600 kids some <laughs> asshole did this he, he just kicks everything and there's candles and yeah this is all Cropsy's fault this is really Cropsy deserved to die now we're on <laughs> Cropsy's list oh shit yeah don't go to Mixville so that's it man good stuff yeah next week Yog Dog coming for you pieces I'm Elliot. on your t- I'm on your side Elliot pieces next week I Pe- like Pieces. Pieces is not a good movie. Sure. But it's very <laughs> enjoyable. I, I, oh. Well, you'll find out next week, everyone. Um, so what do we normally do here? Uh, Adios. Facebook.com slash I Hate Horror. I'm on Twitter at I Hate Horror Show. And I'm on Instagram at I Hate Horror. I'm at Jovi421. For Twitter, I'm Boognish1985 for Instagram. Uh, I'm on Snapchat. I don't know what my name is. Uh, it's like Horror Show Joe. Yeah, oh yeah, that is what my name is. Horror Show Joe, Snapchat. Um, <laughs> I'm thrown off. Uh, <laughs> IHateHorror.com, Facebook.com, slash IHateHorror. And if you want to help support us monetarily, you can go to Patreon.com, slash IHateHorror. Uh, it's literally a donation. We do try to do stuff uh, for the donors. We are trying to do more stuff like this filmed version of the podcast, um, which we're still kind of testing out, but they get to see the test stuff. I just I'm sitting that. so awkwardly. Um, yeah. <laughs> and uh, no, you're all right. Uh, and then uh, what, else, what else do they get? We're trying to do bonus episodes. We'll, we'll do more of those. I promise. We, they're coming. They're coming. We just have to think of a better concept. Um, Colcheck sucks. Um, <laughs> what else do we do? Oh, rate, review, subscribe on iTunes. Really appreciate it. You guys, for doing that, we got on uh, within the top 100 of iTunes TV and yeah. film, which is fucking crazy. So if you haven't rate, reviewed, subscribe, please do us a favor and do that because it helps us. It gets eyes on the show, and that means uh, maybe someday we can uh, – get paid (laughs) (laughs) well for Joe this is Sean stay weird adios (laughs) what is that thing